it's a year of victories and I can I can I can just listen to several prophetic words and, and prophetic men of God. Uh, the thread is, is is the same. And it says we will have victories on top of victories. And, and, and this 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 week we believe and, and we trust in, in God. But I wanna just just point you in, in the direction of where that victory comes from. And, and, and I just coin everything and I tell you that victory is certain. I want this to be the declaration and it's going to be the theme we will work with. It's just this victory is certain throughout the rest of the year. In this year of victories, in the decade of victories. Amen. There will be victory upon victory. And I want you to know that victory is certain. Victory is what? Certain. It's given. It's guaranteed. Victory is, is certain. Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11 verse 1 to 4. Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray. So Jesus goes out to pray. And the Bible says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he had stopped, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father... Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth, give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And, and he, he teaches them this prayer, and then he also begins to teach them a parable and, and, and to ask them some, some questions about. And the parable, he says, he says, a friend gets a visitor late at night. The shops are closed, the supermarket is closed, and his friend goes and knocks on his neighbor's house and says, neighbor, please give me some bread so that I can feed my guest. And, and so he, he says, the friend will ask, and the neighbor, the neighbor will say, you are disturbing me. I'm already in my bed. I'm already, it's already time for me to be sleeping. But the neighbor will get up to give his friend so that he might have peace and continue with his sleep. And then it gets to verse 9. And Jesus says, and I say to you, ask. Everybody say, ask. Ask. And it shall be given you. Seek. And you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open to you. Verse 10 says, For everyone that asks will what? Receive. And he who seeks will do what? Will find. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. So last week I told you that we need to pray. And Jesus here says, Ask. So pray, ask. That's what you're going to do. James chapter 4, verse 1 to 3, has an interesting instruction and an interesting challenge to us as his people. And, and James says, what is causing the fights, the divisions, the jealousies, the envies among you? And he says, is, is it not this, that you have so many desires within you? We all have all kinds of desires that we are battling with. Verse 2, he says, you desire to have, but...
but, and, but you do not have. And therefore you end up killing. It sounds extreme, but some of us are really stabbing our neighbor, stabbing our friend to get something. You, can, you covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and you fight. You do not have, this is what I want you to take hold of, you do not have because you do not what? Ask God. Because you are not looking at the right person. You should be asking God for your needs, depending on God for the things you need. Trusting God, you should ask God. Jesus says, ask and it shall be given. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so as we are in a time and a season of prayer, I want you to be able to ask so that it may be given to you. Amen. Amen. We are going to ask for souls to be born again. Amen. Amen. We are, uh, come on, say it stronger. Amen. Amen. We need people to be born again. Amen. We are going to ask that Lord will heal, that the Lord will deliver. Amen. Amen. We are going to ask that the Lord will bring revival in the church. Amen. Amen. We are going to ask so that we don't be looking on the other church and say, ah, that church is better. We need to ask so that there may be revival in the church. Amen. Amen. We need to ask so that people may come to the Lord. We need to ask so that your family may be saved. Amen. We need to ask so that Jesus may come into our situations Amen. in the family, may come into the situations at work, Amen. may come in the situations of our finances. We must ask God. Jesus says, if you ask, it will be opened unto you. The second thing that, that, that he says here, verse 3, he says, And then when you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives. So I need you to check your motive. Amen. Amen. And make sure that your motive is aligned with God. Because when we're saying that victory is certain, when we're saying that victory is guaranteed, it is guaranteed to those that shall ask of God with a right motive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The motive is important. The reason is important. Why you are doing it is important. It is important and therefore we must ask. And so he says, you spend what you, so that you may spend what you want on your own pleasures. How therefore should we ask? We should ask according to the will of God. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, ask according to the will of God. So it, it becomes then, or it means then, that you must seek to know the word of God. Amen. Amen. And so I come back to the second thing that Jesus said. Jesus said, you must, those that will seek will find. We must seek God. The will of God. The desire of God. What is God's desire for my life? What is God's instruction for my life? What's God's instruction for my family? What's God's instruction for my marriage? What's God's instruction at my job, at my workplace, in my business? What is the instruction of the Lord? We must seek the instruction of God. We must seek God. And when we come to the place where we are seeking to know where God is, we are positioning ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. The first part is to pray and praying is asking of God. The second one is to seek God. And when we are seeking God, we are positioning ourselves. Amen. 
You are positioning yourself to find. Have you ever seen somebody who is looking for something? Jesus teaches them a parable about, about a woman. And he says, this woman, this woman is in her house. And then she's, she, she, she drops her coins or her money. And it rolls somewhere. What will she do? Will she not position herself? Will she not go down to start looking? Where did that money go? He talked about this shepherd who has lost one sheep. And he says, what will the shepherd do? Will he not position? He will leave the other 99 and go out to look for the one that is lost. It's positioning. Are you with me, church? Yes. So when you are seeking something, you cannot say, I'm looking for a coin. When I, it rolls somewhere there and you are standing here, say, I'm looking for a coin. Chances are when you are here, it's not the right position to be looking for a coin that is rolled over to that side. So what you need to do when you're seeking a coin that is lost somewhere there, you need to move to the position where you think it has gone. Are you hearing me? And when you are there, you don't just stand because it's on the floor. So you start to position. You go down to look where it is. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? We must position ourselves. We must move into position in order to fight. Watching my, my son's football, yesterday he was, I was just, go into the right position so that you can get the ball. If he's not in the right position, he cannot get the ball. He may ask for it. He may call for it. He may call to the guy. But if he's not in the right position, they will not pass to him. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Yes. It's only when he moves into the space into the right position that the ball will come to him you need to position yourself we need to position and we position ourselves by seeking so that we may find so seek amen, amen. amen. position and 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 the third thing that jesus that jesus calls us is to knock now if you want to knock on a door, what do you do? Can, can, can I knock on the door when I'm here? You go to the door. It's positioning. <laughs> there are going to be open doors. The message was, was saying. But... No matter how many doors God gives you, if you don't move to the doors. Mm. Mm. Is there somebody here who hears what the Spirit says to yes. 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 If we don't move towards the door, if we don't get to the door and knock, we may never know if this is... Knock and the door will be opened. You need to read it in the NIV. It really says door. I think, I don't know if you had the NIV or the King James here. And, and, and the other scriptures say, and the door will be opened. King James just says, and it shall be opened. It doesn't say what shall be opened. It just says, it shall be opened. The other translations, they put what will be opened. It says, and the door. So you need to be looking for the doors. You need to position yourself in front of the door. And so, there are many doors. Amen. Amen. There are many doors. And you need to go towards one mm. to see if it is the one. Mm. If it's not, we are seeking. 
So we position ourselves at the next one. And at the next one. And the reason why it is important to be positioned in front of the door is if it is the door that God's opened, that God has opened or is put for you. You can only go through when you are in front of Him. It sounds so obvious, but so many times God has put doors in front. Doors are there, they are ready. And then you come to the end of the year and you say, the prophetic people were lying that there were so many doors for me in this year. But you were not in front of the door. When you knocked, whenever, I don't know, sometimes we, we, are, we, are, we are ringing all kinds of things. And somebody opened the door, but you were not there. Yes. You know, the kids play this game. And sometimes it's not, a, it's not a good game. But the kids come and they ring the bell and they run away and hide. And then they watch you open the door and look, who is here? And you go back. They are never going to come inside because that's not what they want. But many of us are like that. We are, we, are, we are seeing doors open, like the kid hiding behind the wall, just watching. Has the door opened? Yes, it is open and they are laughing on the side. But we are not getting into, if they were only to be there and get into the house, they, they will get something. I don't know what they will get if they're playing this game. But they would get something in the house. But it is important for you, child of God, to be in front of the door, say position. Position. We must position ourselves. Mm. Because victory is certain this year. Hallelujah. Amen. And so I want to just give you these, these scriptures. And then I close. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Is a scripture that I shall use a lot this year but it says but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him go to the King James Version son now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the sever of his knowledge by us in every place you see our victory is going to be a several it's going to be a fragrance it's going to be a wonderful smell that, that that fills up the place it's going to bring freshness into a place when you walk in victory people are going to be saying ah what is this fragrance that you have What is it that you have? And our victory is in Christ. Our victory is not in, in, in my preaching. Our victory is in Christ. It is in Christ because it is Him who went up on the cross. Amen. Amen. It is Christ who gives us the strength. It is Christ who has given us a name that is above every other name. And that at the name of Jesus, demons, witches, they bow. Spiritual forces, powers and, and principalities in the air, they bow at the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus that causes us to have victory. Amen. Amen. It is the name of Jesus that gives us power. His name is power. 
And whenever the name of Jesus is declared, we will have a sweet fragrance. Uh, it will be a sweet savour. We carry that savour. Therefore, we must walk in this victory. Victory that is certain must be seen by all. In your life. Amen. Amen. In your life. He will give us that victory so that glory and honor may be unto him. And he will do it for his name's sake. John chapter 16 verse 33. Jesus says, these things I've spoken to you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. There will be challenges this year. But victory is certain. Why? He says, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. He is an overcomer for you. So victory is certain. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. We have no more condemnation. If I were to go into a place of judgment, I will emerge a victor. Why? Because there is no more condemnation to those that are now in Christ Jesus. He is my advocate and lawyer. And as long as I have Jesus on my side, there is now no more condemnation. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know that in all things, that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to His purpose. Remember I told you we must seek His purpose. We must position ourselves in the purpose of God. And when we position ourselves in the purpose of God, the Bible says all things. How many things? All things. Even your trouble, mm. it works for your good. Amen. Even your pain, mm. it will work for your good. Amen. Even what looks like a setback will work for your good. Amen. Even your move fast movement will be for your good. Amen. The things that you thought had been left behind, they will work for your good. The things that put you down will work for your good. Am I speaking to someone? It doesn't matter what you go through. The Bible says all things work for good to them that love God. And so victory is certain. Oh, the failure you have failed. I declare victory is certain because all things, including the failure, will work for your good. Amen. The husband that left you, the wife that left you, all things work together for good. Romans 8, 37 to 39, it says, Now in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I say victory is certain. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors through who? Through Him that loved us. Who is this Him? Jesus Christ. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. 
All you are children of God. Little children, you have overcome them. Because greater is He. Who is He? Jesus Christ. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. So thanks be to God who causes us to triumph and makes us a sweet fragrance, a beautiful servant, a wonderful example in Christ Jesus our Lord. He has overcome. And this chapter 5 of 1 John, verse 4 and 5 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? He that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So you can be rest assured that when we pray and ask of God, when we position ourselves and seek and knock of God, we will result in praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Because thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Who, who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Amen. And makes manifest His servant. His, his fragrance. I want you to stand with me. Thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Next week I will talk about the other scripture that says through Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. I just want you to, to declare. This one you're going to declare. You are not asking at this moment. You can ask in your, in your closet. But right now I want you to declare. I say I declare victory over my life. In the name of Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. I am a victor. I am above. I am ahead. I am success. I am a child of God. I am the light of God. I am the sweet server of God. I am an example. I am the beauty of God. I reveal Jesus. I shine the light of Jesus. I shine the light of Jesus. Go ahead and just make that declaration. We are called to shine, to show Jesus, to reveal Jesus. God must be seen in your life. God must be seen in our lives. Shine, reveal it. Show forth the praises of God. Shine and reveal the Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you. I want you to say in a like a soldier, like a winner, in a militant way, in a determined way. I want you to shout, My victory is certain. My victory is certain. There are not enough soldiers here. Let's try it again. Go. My victory is certain. In who? In my 
victory are not sure of who is. Your victory is certain in who? In Jesus. Now, now I want you to declare it one more last time. In a militant, determined way. You are speaking to yourself. You're not talking to anyone. You sometimes need to tell your spirit in a militant way. <laughs> Go. My victory is certain in Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And it shall be so in Jesus' name. Yeah.